0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm gonna be talking about victims of narcissistic abuse and owning your own narcissism. Victims of abuse of any kind, specifically narcissistic abuse, are going to feel, most usually, extreme rage and anger uh, and a feeling of wanting to seek revenge on their abuser. These are very normal, natural, and important feelings in response to being unjustly victimized and abused. It is important, however, to reflect on one's own narcissism. And before the backlash of hearing how a victim might be narcissistic, I wanna make a very quick point and say that just because somebody is a victim, uh, or I should, I should say just because you were not the abuser, that does not mean that there are no tendencies of narcissism and potentially having uh, extreme, or I should say some narcissism within. When someone is engaged with a narcissist, while this is not often the case, they usually have unmet childhood needs. The unconscious hope for the abuse victim is that, usually the codependent or the empath or the borderline, whoever is involved with the narcissist, the hope is that the narcissist can help them meet those needs. I'm gonna go into some of the needs that they're trying to unconsciously get met and they are as follows. And they're not limited to these, but they usually include the desire for safety, the desire for love, connection, validation, protection, financial stability, or direction in life. Now this is narcissistic in nature and I'll, disc- I'll explain. The desire to be in a relationship with another person from an adult mature perspective is one of connection and sharing, and ultimately to be an adult, be responsible individually without the relationship and come to the relationship from a standpoint of desire. The unmet childhood needs that show up into adulthood that try to get met in the adult relationship is narcissistic in nature because it's essentially focused on the individual's pain and soothing that pain. Even though there is an abuser and a victim, the intention, the consciousness is similar. It's important to understand that even though you are the victim or you've been victimized, you have similar intentions, albeit unconsciously. It's narcissistic in that it's using the relationship for what the relation for not for what the relationship is meant for. It's essentially using the narcissistic partner. It's sort of an unspoken, covert contract. The narcissistic abuser uses the victim as a supply. And then could manipulate the victim, who is then using the, vic- the 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 narcissist for the safety and the aforementioned needs. Albeit it's unconscious, both of these individuals are playing their part in the dysfunction. In addition, victims of narcissism usually are projecting their own unresolved feelings onto the world and seeing narcissism everywhere. And this is very common. Narcissistic abuse victims will say, "Hey, it's narcissism everywhere," and, and it is. There's no question; it's an epidemic now. However, The fact that it is something of seen on the outside world and focused on oftentimes is because what we're doing is we're projecting our our feelings of unsafety and feelings of being a victim onto the world, not realizing that there may be in fact wounds and narcissistic tendencies within. I want to make sure I make myself very clear that this is not about blaming the victim. This is simply about taking responsibility for one's own wounds and narcissism within. Victims need to take ownership of their narcissistic wounds and heal. This, is only, this can only be done by the victims themselves. By staying in a, in a place of self-righteousness and almost holding on to one's viewpoints of I was victimized, it does not heal. In fact, it keeps a person stuck. I know this cannot be easy to hear because if you've been victimized and feel wounded unjustly, which you most certainly have, this is going to go against the core belief that you might have of I am a victim. That being said, by holding on to one's self-righteousness, uh, like I mentioned, it's it's holding one back from healing. It keeps a person stuck and focused on how wronged they were, and ultimately speaking, it is impossible to get into a thriver, or survivor and thriver attitude, and mindset and healing attitude if you do not want to leave that attitude of victim consciousness. It'll keep you stuck, and ultimately you will pay the price because you will not take the steps you need to to survive and thrive and be the best version and happiest, healthiest version of who you are. So healing entails self-reflection and self-correction. I do have a podcast on this as well. Feel free to check it out. And owning one's own narcissistic tendencies, wounds of childhood, and how they are projecting their injuries onto others and hoping for a savior, hoping for protection, or hoping that somebody comes along and makes it right and hoping that they get the love from mom, from dad, that they did not get growing up. That's essentially what victims of abuse are vying for when engaged, excuse me, with narcissistic abusers. What they're trying to do is get their unmet childhood needs met and ultimately play, have the perpetrator play the victim role, or I should say play the perpetrator role so that they can feel that victim Uh, consciousness again, I should say that victim scenario in what is known as the repetition compulsion. Victims of abuse are trying to unconsciously get their uh, resolve, their unresolved conflicts of childhood met and and ultimately move on and heal. This is the unconscious drive. So if they don't see their part in the abuse or the the dysfunction, the toxic relationship, if they simply say, hey, I was right, the other person was wrong, uh, ultimately this becomes a defense mechanism and they're unable to resolve their conflicts and move on to the next stage of development and ultimately into adulthood where there's health, connection and manifesting people who are attracted to you and you're attracted to them who are healthy, respectful, non-narcissistic. So as much as you try to outthink the next the I should say the narcissist or hope that next time you'll you won't see the signs or I should say you will see the signs and not make the same decision again until we heal our own wounds, we oftentimes are attracted to the same dysfunction, which is why healing entails full ownership of one's wounds taking responsibility for the way a person shows up to life what energy are you putting out there what how are, how do you see people what are things you're attracted to what is your role in the dysfunction by owning your own narcissistic tendencies selfish ten- tendencies and wounds you allow yourself to take responsibility and heal and ultimately take the steps to becoming the healthiest most authentic version of yourself and ultimately bringing into your life people who reflect that Again, I understand the drive to want to fight, want to take revenge and create uh, combat and ultimately fight back against narcissism. But you cannot defeat narcissism by fighting because then you're entangled energetically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, physically with abusers. And that is all they need. That is all narcissistic abusers need to to really rob you of your energy and your time. Fighting narcissism stems from becoming authentic, healing yourself, And removing their awareness, I should say, their ability to tap into your wounds, removing the hooks and becoming your own independent person. That is how you fight narcissism. So until we take ownership of our own narcissism, until we heal within, unfortunately, we will be perpetuating, whether it's the victim or as the abuser, the narcissism that exists in the world today. I hope this podcast resonated with you. If you have been injured and you feel victimized and you feel stuck know that my, a lot of the reason is most, most usually because of a mindset of victim consciousness and not taking ownership of one's own, one, one's own narcissistic tendencies, narcissistic wounds, and potential patterns of abuse. So understand that healing begins within. Fighting narcissism does not heal. It ultimately creates more because it creates a sense of I need to perpetuate and karmically, energetically, you actually engage in the same process which of the abuser. While you have been victimized, it's important to take ownership of that and really become your own person, authentic authentic uh, sense of self, develop, heal your developmental traumas and work through your stuff so you can then move on in the best way possible without narcissistic abusers. I hope this podcast resonated with you. If it did, please feel free to share it with anybody who you know is struggling. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. Please do feel free to reach out. I can be reached at yitz, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I'd love to discuss how I can help you along your healing journey. If you don't already know, I work with a therapy system called the Mind Map. Mind Map Therapy is designed to help you uncover your unconscious wounds and heal you and ultimately help you create better patterns of behavior so that you can really take ownership of your life and not remain in victim consciousness, shifting into a thriver, consciousness where you are taking ownership of your life and becoming the most important and powerful person in your life so thank you so much once again for listening i hope this podcast resonated with you and until next time all the best